What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to everyone is canceled. I am your host, Dylan Randall. Tonight we have two topics that we are going to be discussing. The first being President Putin and the way I see people of his country, at least some of them, becoming unhappy with his leadership. And recently, five officials from St. Petersburg, Russia, Putin's hometown, by the way, went to the Duma, which is sort of in charge of holding presidents accountable for treason. And they made a draft accusing President Putin of treason. We're going to be getting into that. And then there's some predatory loans going on, in my mind. This show is completely fictional. But, uh, yeah, there's some loans going on that don't seem to be helping the communities that they were designed to help. Um, in my mind, they could allegedly be somewhat predatory. So we are going to be getting into those topics tonight. Thank you all for joining me. This show is fictional. It is an oral artistic dance, a satire news reporting show. Obey the laws in your country. Listen to your doctor. And if your doctor approves, go fuck yourself. Well, I appreciate you guys joining tonight. I really wanted to talk about something I've been bouncing around in my head, and it's the fact that, you know, Hitler, not calling Putin Hitler by any means, but Hitler, he was at the point where he was in the bunker and World War II wasn't going his way, and he, he saw no good end. So he killed himself. The people are starting to rally against Putin. He's losing ground in the war. You get these officials from his hometown of St. Petersburg, and they make a draft that they uh, that they officially send in, knowing full well that they probably will face a death sentence, and at the very least, a very harsh punishment. What interests me about this is the fact that they did this anyways. And they made a few points that we're going to jump right into. Uh, conflict in Russia is not canceled. This week, that's for sure. So these these five officials from St. Petersburg send in an official draft calling uh, for President Putin to be held accountable for treason. And I'll keep this short and sweet. The reasons were, A, I don't know if you guys know this, but President Putin has lost 15,000 Russian soldiers already in the war. And about three times as many have been injured. Militarily, that's close to 100,000 troops, if not over 100,000 at this point, that have either been killed or incapacitated on the Russian side alone. Militarily, it's not like a total population of a country. That is an astronomical amount of troops, even for a military as large as Russia's. That is a lot of troops. And so one of the problems that they drafted was that Putin led them into war saying one thing. Now they're losing ground. Ukraine is now more empowered than ever before. And they're losing soldiers and losing more ground than they've ever lost at this point in the war. Ukraine is advancing. The, Rus uh, the Russians have been retreating. And in such a panic that they are leaving behind 
arms and munitions. Basically, warfare hardware, and it, it's not good. Second of all, Russia is becoming a sort of a, of a pariah like North Korea. There was a very interesting article released by Fox News Digital, uh, and they interviewed a former DIA officer, which is sort of like the CIA. Uh, they're an American intelligence agency that keeps track of foreign affairs economically, politically, societally, uh, and militarily. They, they keep track. They sort of weigh the power that they be that they behold and see what their most probable next moves will be. Well, this former DIA officer stated that a couple of months ago she couldn't have seen a coup happening. Now she sees the people around Putin starting to question his motives, starting to question his effectiveness. Now she sees it as a possibility and possibly the start of the next chapter of Russian history. The reason she sees this as a problem is because it is indeed a nuclear power. And we're going to get into that. Um, but just to show you sort of going in the weight of the seriousness that this draft holds. Either way. Another problem that this draft was pointing out was that... Yes, Russia is being crippled economically. They are becoming a pariah like North Korea. Uh, investors in Russia are totally pulling out like a, like a company sinking fast. They're losing a lot of money. They are bleeding economically. Number three, this move has caused previously neutral Finland and Sweden to join NATO. Uh, this is an allied coalition of countries that basically declares if one country of NATO is attacked, all of the countries in NATO, including the United States, come to its defense. The fact that they've joined NATO in fear of the same thing happening to them that has happened to Ukraine cannot be understated. This is a bordering country. It's not just a country in Europe, okay? This is raising a lot of alarm bells. This is the exact opposite of what Putin wanted. So he's, he's helped expand the power of NATO. It's, I bet <laughs> some intelligence agencies within the U.S. sort of can appreciate what's happening. It's almost like Putin helped us there, at least in the short term, right? Because the long term could be that we just all get nuked and we're fucking fried. But in the short term, we have more countries in NATO. There's benefits and negatives to NATO. I'm not saying it's all fucking glory. It's it's a, it, There's weirdness there, too, but it is an alliance. So... They're not happy about that. That's a huge problem. Okay. Russia's border has been weakened. NATO has been strengthened. Russia's economy has been weakened. Ukraine has been strengthened. Russia is losing ground. Ukraine is gaining ground. Another thing that this implores is these countries that have been fighting this war by proxy, you could argue, such as sending munitions, hardware, aircraft, uh, including what the United States have, has been doing for the Ukraine, uh, it can initiate even more weaponry and advanced technology to be sent over to Ukraine and for the Ukrainians to be trained in. This is a very real possibility. It's not looking good for Russia. So my question is, if, if Putin's pushed into a corner and he feels that there's a coup on the way and he sees no way out for himself, I don't see a man going down quietly. I see a man who wants to be remembered in history as strengthening Russia. Gorbachev just died. He was a former president 
of Russia that really strengthened ties with the United States. He made peace with the United States. I won't go as far to say that he capitulated everything and completely made them defenseless, but he strengthened ties with the United States. Putin went so far as to not allow a state funeral for him recently and didn't, did, did not attend the funeral, which is sort of, it's noticed. It was, it was a statement, yet thousands of Russians still showed up for the funeral. Although it was downplayed, they showed up. There is a sentiment. There are people who respected Gorbachev, and there is a sentiment that maybe things aren't being ran as well as they could now. Putin sees this. I don't see him being somebody with access to nukes that goes down quietly. If he's at the point now or in the future where his back's up against the wall, what happens? And this is where we really find value in intelligence agencies. This is not... This is not all doom and gloom. There is a huge value to the government and their job in intelligence agencies. Now, the whole thing where they spy on us and they turn those those weapons towards its own society, that's when it goes too far. Okay, it's a fine line. The Patriot Act, all of these things end up taking away rights, and they don't protect us at all. They actually endanger us. But there is a place for the intelligence community, and this is all just conjecture in my opinion, but there is a place for them. I truly feel for foreign affairs. They can really keep some true evil at bay. There are good people in those agencies. There are truly good people with good intentions in those agencies. So I, God bless them. I hope that they can do well in keeping Putin at bay. It's not so simple, you see. The amount of time that we've had nuclear bombs is not even a blink in human history. The span of human history is vast compared to that. So we're... We're in a time of experimentation, and there could be some potentially devastating consequences to this. So what do we do? Well, let's say we help Ukraine win the war. <laughs> they push them back all the way, and then Putin starts to become ousted. Is that a win if he hits off all the nukes and starts the end of the world? Is that us winning? The job of the intelligence community is to weigh options and to find the best, hopefully to find the best solution that serves us all and keeps the world intact. I would prefer a world where we are not on fire. That is the job of the intelligence community to, to play this, the long run, the marathon, the smart game, not just brutal warfare constantly. Their job is to use the right tool for the right job, not to use a hammer for everything. Okay, so... I think there could be a good outcome here, but we are on thin ice. We could be witnessing the next chapter of Russia. And that, as we know, the Russians honestly remind me of the Sith in Star Wars. It's a lot of power. It's a power, it's a power grab. And if you're stronger than those who came before you, then a lot of them take them out. I mean, the Russian way, I'm not saying it's 100% evil or 100% good. I'm not saying anything of that nature. It just is what it is. It's fucking crazy. In some aspects. So, but they're smart people. They, there's good there. There are smart people. They're human beings. Okay. They're not, it's not all doom and gloom. Again, I will say. So, I really hope the intelligence communities are watching uh, closely in a way that can benefit us all. Right? Anyways, that covers that. Uh, it sort of painted the picture in my mind. What would Hitler have done in that bunker if he had access to nukes? And it's a scary question. I don't think we should feel fear from it, but I think uh, the, the sobering thought of weighing our actions carefully, even on a microscopic scale, is important. 
Do you think China is not watching us right now to see what they can do with Taiwan? Let me tell you something. Americans were raised on the idea that we care about equality, right? So what does China and Russia do? They, they, they attack what we identify with as Americans. So then they say to us, because we identify with equality and liberty, you're not treating black people equal. You're not treating the LGBTQ community equal. You're not treating the trans community equally. And because we identify with those ideas, we use tags rather than reality. We say, oh, they use that word. I'm not racist. So we go the extra mile and we just end up fighting each other. Do you think that the microcosm of your relationships don't matter? Do you think that if China sees us united, that they want to invade Taiwan? Or do you think that this is the perfect opportunity to divide us under a president that seems to not know where he is? It's my opinion. And a president who is literally saying people who vote for Trump, in my opinion, is, 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 is an extremist? Our own president said that. It's the, it's the most hardcore, vicious speech I've ever seen of any president ever, even before my lifetime. It's, it's madness. So when the own president is turning us against each other and China and Russia are turning us against each other, do you think that's not an indicator? Do you think we're not already in a battle to keep evil at bay? I think they're doing it for a reason. China and Russia want us divided for a reason they, because they know if we're distracted to the point where the military has to get involved for civil obedience, quote unquote, right? That's the perfect time for them to take over Taiwan and Ukraine. We're too tied up. So we can win this battle now by getting along with each other and seeing common sense. Maybe you're the one with the problem. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe your neighbor is. Maybe your family members are. You either don't have the courage to accept it and face it yourself or them if you feel like you're that person. You've got to look in your own heart and tell yourself that. I can't do it for you. Maybe you're awesome. Maybe you're doing all the right things. And if you are, at least if you're staying humble, trying to find the truth and and teaching truth or trying to uphold truth with the right intentions, I commend you. It's awesome. It's a hard line to walk. Uh, and it takes faith. It takes faith. But if you feel like you could do better, if you feel like you could, or if, if you feel like you can do no wrong, I think there's opportunity there to look inside. That's all. We, we're in a soft war, I like to call it right now. And if we get to a certain point where we're so divided, I believe evil is going to make even more ground on us. You can see this as a battle to stop now. We can become united now because I guarantee the more united we are, regardless of the president, the more united we are, the less likely China and Russia are to fuck around, right? That's my belief. I believe we can win this battle here, now, in the States without having to shed blood overseas. I, I think we can really get a hold on this now. Anyways, a lot of us really identify with liberty, equality, freedom, and they're turning those traits against us. This is the point where truth always wins. We don't live behind ideals. We live with faith in the truth. I hope you guys are, are doing well. I know that's a lot of, that's a lot that I just threw at you, but you like it. I like it. We're good. We're having fun. You got to keep life fun and enjoy it. Okay. Second thing I want to talk about tonight. It's kind of interesting. So I'm not making any official accusations here. You know, banks aren't all bad. I'm not saying they're all bad, but Bank of America made an interesting choice to do what to me seems like it could possibly 
fictionally and allegedly. If you don't understand what that means, you can go fuck yourself. But listen, Bank of America is doing what I think could be predatory loans because they're only concentrated on black and Latino neighborhoods. And what these loans are based on is saying you can get in here, no down payment, which means you're not going to have any equity in your house, which is crazy. Uh, basically, there's no hoops you have to jump through. You can just get free money, right? Well, nothing is free. Let me just paint a quick picture to you. Let's say you buy a house at $200,000 and it's suspicious timing too because they're saying the housing market might crash after this inflation, which we're in. Let's say you buy a house with a loan that you got for free, no down payment, no equity in the home, or in the home excuse me, for $200,000. And a year later, it's down to $100,000, but you're still paying a mortgage that's for a $200,000 house. Yet inflation has been going up deep in the recession, you're making a lot less compared to what you were making a year ago, yet your house payment remains the same and it's totally overvalued for the house that you're living in currently. Well, let's say you default on the loan. What's that mean? Well, you lose the home. You have no equity in the house, meaning you don't own any of the house hardly to get anything back. Your credit's ruined. You can't buy another home. You have no money back from the house to buy a new place. You're out in the street. What do you do? What do you do? Now you've lost opportunities for future loans. Bank of America looks good, so or any bank looks good. A lot of banks pull this, by the way. It's not just B of A, okay? They look good, right? And the Democrats do this too. They say, hey, here, here, take this EBT. Take these food stamps. Take unemployment. And then lo and behold, you find out that the incentives are so strong to stay on it that it literally de-incentivizes people to work. You can hear it from the horse's mouth yourself. Look it up. It's real. Handouts don't work. Inequality doesn't work. Anytime you treat one people differently than the other, it creates inequality and it creates division. That is not how we heal. Treating people differently based off of anything at the end of the day, as far as the way we're born or where we happen to live, that's not true equality. True equality is that every man, woman, and child is born equally. That's it. There's dorms now across America that won't let white people in in these colleges. That is not equality, okay? I see all of these news agencies calling white people racist when I see the ones who are suffering the most as far as hoops to jump through through a loan, as far as people where you can go on a college campus. White people, sure they sure seem to be targeted, and I'm not sure why. This has nothing to do with me or you. It has to do with the system that is based on turning us against each other. That's not a human thing to do. We're all equal, man, okay? So I got love for everyone, and I'm also a human being who makes mistakes. We all do. So to say that you're right or wrong based on the color of your skin, that's, that's, not, that's not good. I think we all can see that is not good. To say that you get this because of this way you were born and you don't get this because of this way you were born, that creates resentment no matter which way it's petted, okay? Hate doesn't heal hate. Anyways, I'm going to keep this pretty short. Just wanted to give you guys a lowdown of what's running through my mind lately. I love you guys. I really appreciate your listenership. This episode was recorded. It was recorded in the new studio. Building a studio. We're not quite done yet, but within the month, we're going to be uploading new videos on YouTube it should be pretty fun. If you haven't subscribed already on the YouTube channel, it's everyone is canceled, spelled with one L. My face 
is in the sun. Just look for the sun and hit subscribe. You know you want to. Within the month, we're going to have a brand new episode out, a brand new series. And I can't wait to show it to you. Anyways, hope you're doing well. I will see you every week, every Monday, on Everyone is Canceled. Take care and God bless. Good night, folks.